Okay. Okay. Now let me do this intro. Okay. I know. <laughs> Have you seen this, Halston? This is her screensaver. It's her pinky toe. It's so bizarre. You guys with the, the close. Let me see. Let me see. Oh my God. You're so weird. You're so weird with your toe obsession by picture. Anyway. Anyway. Hey, shut up and let me do that. I want to go shopping. Anybody want two teenagers? I'll sell them cheap. Real cheap. So today, today, my guests are obvious. It's Georgia Nyla. And we're talking about our trip to Montana and our trip to Alabama and uh, how not spiritual writing a wave runner was for Isla. It just wasn't really spiritual. It was really more about adrenaline. But we talk about a lot of stuff about what we've done this summer and I thought it was a fun podcast. They clearly have been here too long and are losing it now. So I hope you enjoy. I hope you enjoy listening to Knuckles 1 and Knuckles 2 and this podcast. And um, oh, my God, Poot Lovato. I don't know what this Poot Lovato thing is. And they're obsessed with taking pictures of each other's toes on the sly. And then it's texting about whatever. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode with Georgia and Isla Kreischer. Um, thank you for coming back every week. Thank you for the emails. And um, yeah, I guess just enjoy. <laughs> I rode my bicycle past your window last night. excited to tell you something. What? You're going to be really excited about this. What is it? You're reading Pride and Prejudice in your English class. Oh my God, no. You are. a boring book at the beginning. What? What? Blasphemer. It's not a boring book. How do you The first sentence of that book is one of the most famous sentences in writing. It says something like, it stands to reason that a single man with a fortune must be in want of a wife. It sets up the whole story of the whole book in one sentence. It's one of the most amazing sentences in literature. Fangirl. The, but the beginning of the book isn't fun. It isn't fun? Oh, my God. Fuddy-duddy. I thought you'd be excited to read Pride and Prejudice with your friends. Then you could talk about it. And then you could watch the six-hour miniseries with me. Darcy. <laughs> Darcy, Mr. Darcy. Well, I've already seen the six-hour miniseries. I know, so then it should be easier to read the book because you can't. Why are you sitting this, like this? The, the six-hour oh. miniseries is very kind of true to the book, so maybe we should watch it again before school starts. Just saying. Oh my god. Maybe. Just saying. And then when you start Wait, reading, that's the book, six hours like of a day of your. I know, right? Yeah, that's, that's like how that eight works. a.m. to like twelve. <laughs> Absolutely <be> not. <laughs> but we did spend more than 
six hours watching Star Wars movies for your birthday. So I bet you we could do it. I bet we could do it. I bet we could make lots of good snacks and wear our pajamas. Should we do it today? Oh, we can't do it today. No. We're very dad-focused until dad leaves. Dad leaves on the 6th. So then we have four days before school starts after dad leaves. I thought he left on the 1st. No, he leaves on the 6th. August 6th. So um, how do you like our new house? I like it a lot. You do? Mm -hmm. Why do you like it a lot? Um, Because my cat's in my room. Yeah. Do you like the cat being in your room? Yes. Why? It's so nice. It is? Because I walk in and he's just been like sitting there and then he gets like, oh, I don't know. It just wakes me up. It does. I have my cat in my room. He's the sweetest boy on the planet. And he's so funny. I didn't realize how funny he was. He's like, really he's funny. always in the care. He's always in the dining room. Mm-hmm. And he's like always in that one bed. And then you give him an entire room to himself and he starts getting really funny. Because now I'm starting to take all these pictures of him where he's just like upside down. He's adorable. He's the best cat that's ever lived ever. He is such a great cat. Um, why do you, why are you so happy to be in this house, Isla? I don't know. It feels more secure than the other one. It does? Is it because you're on the second floor, you think? Yeah. Mm, I think so. Interesting. Because in the other house, you were on the first floor in the front of the house. So you would be the first kill target. You would be the first kill target. Uh Now you're like last, right? Mm -hmm. And that makes you feel more secure. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it's good to know about yourself. So when you go to college and you're going to rent an apartment, you definitely don't want first floor front. You definitely want to look top floor back. Mm -hmm. Right. And that way you feel pretty safe. And like, I need to have like a incognito door what like it can't be at like the end of the hallway or something because that's like immediate like oh an obvious door yeah you have a door that ha- goes off to kind of to the side no because that's obvious as well i need it like to like blend in do you need to be short like alice in wonderland so people no. go oh that's interesting no, she wants like a bookshelf door where you pull oh, the book and then flip a murphy door mm-hmm. interesting interesting so we, uh, before we moved into this house, went on a couple trips. I wanted to talk to you about those trips today. Um, where did we go first? We went to Montana. We went to Montana. Mm-hmm. Did you have fun in Montana? Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect to have fun. Why not? I, sh- I just like, I don't really know why. I Because I think of Montana and I'm not very smart. So I didn't remember <laughs> what Montana looked like. So I just thought Montana was like Kansas where it's just like flat. And then we went there and it was really cool. And I I just didn't expect to have fun there. And then it ended up being really pretty. Like I didn't expect it to be that pretty. Mm -hmm. Like I expected it to be kind of like generic mountain and whatever. But it was like really it was a different type of mountain and it was like a different type of nature. Yeah. Which was really cool. Yeah. And that one hike we went on with all those rocks. Mm -hmm. I didn't know rocks could be cool. Rocks are cool. Right? Yeah. Looks very different than California, doesn't it? Yeah. What, what about you, Isla? What do you think about it? Um, I I learned a lot that I don't know if I wanted to learn about the bears there. <laughs> oh, my God. So tell me what you learned about bears. Who taught you about bears? Um, oh, Lordy, that's a big story. His name was Chris, I think. Yes. Okay, it yeah. was Chris. Um, and who was Chris? He was the archery guy. Mm-hmm. He taught archery. And we asked him um what to do if you saw a bear 
Oh my god, I'm never going to the at, at Antarctica or whatever, wherever polar bears live. Yep. The zoo. The oh Arctic. my god. No, I'm not going to a zoo. So anymore. what did he say about bears? Okay, um, first of all, Chris was adorable. He was like had a big beard. He was. He was adorable. Mm-hmm. He was a cutie pie. He was young. Was he like 27 or something? Yeah. And he just got out of the army. And this was, he I don't was know. He was building nukes. He was, yeah, he was Can building. I, say that? I don't know. That's what he used to do in the army was build nukes. nuclear weapons in Montana. Um, mm-hmm. But he, it was in a, a like a, kind of like a transitional work program where he's transitioning out of the army because he'd been in the army so long. He's not been a civilian for a long time. So this ranch that we stayed in, by the way, the ranch was called the ranches at Belt Creek and they were amazing. And let me tell, tell about these ranches real quick before we get into the story about the bears, which I think is really funny. So uh, during the pandemic, Georgia and Isla's high school has they have a gala every year like a big fancy dance and and there's an auction and silent auction and raffles and wine and food and it's really fun well during the pandemic we couldn't do that so they had an online live auction and um dad and i and they did delivered this beautiful meal to our house and then we got to watch everything live and we got to bid on things live well we this montana trip came up it was um four days, five nights or whatever, five days, four nights, whatever at this, um, the ranches at Bell Creek. And we were like, well, we want to go to Montana. We'll bid on that. Well, no one else bid on it. So we got it just by, because no one else bid on it because it was a pandemic and everybody was, I'm sure, unsure of, um, what the future would hold. We ended up actually winning a trip to Cabo and a trip to Montana and a trip to Big Bear and yep. <laughs> diamond earrings and another pair of diamond earrings. We And some of the things, we were the only bidders. Not all of them. I think we, we got in a bit of a bidding war, war for Cabo. But um, anyway, so we won this trip and Bert, you know, then we found out Bert was doing this movie and he couldn't go. So we decided we would go with Sandy and her two daughters to Montana because we had to use this trip within one year. And the ranches at Belt Creek is this huge ranch. I think it's like 750 acres. And there are um, privately owned homes on this ranch that they rent kind of like Airbnb style. And then there's a clubhouse uh, with um, a chef. And then there are activities that you can book. And our, our trip was all inclusive and it included one activity a day. So on our first day there, because we got there a little late in the day, we chose to do archery. And Chris was our archery instructor. Mm-hmm. And he was adorable. We interrogated him. Some people might say he was interrogated by uh, some teenagers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was four against one. Yeah, it was four teenagers against poor Chris, who has been in the army for so long. All he knows how to do is answer a question. <laughs> yeah. was asked to him. He has to answer it. So what did he tell you about bears? Um, he said, if it's a black bear, then you get big. Um, yeah, you get bigger than them and try to scare them away. Huh. And then brown bear, you lay down and take it. he did say you lay down and take it you just let them attack you and you stay really still until they think you're dead and then they leave Mm -hmm. and then polar bears you just you got it happen no what he said was there's no hope right he said Mm -hmm. unless there's a shelter within like 
a certain amount of feet within you, like you have, you were just gonna die. You're dead. You're dead. You're dead. Even if you find a shelter, you're dead. And you're he dead. pointed like, like to the top of a mountain, like miles away, and he was like, "If the polar bear sees you from there, you're dead." He did. He was, like, he so did. intense about it. <laughs> it was very intense about like, it. You're yeah. dead. You're dead. If you see a polar bear on the top of the hill and he sees you, you're dead. Yes. And then I was like, what if you carry bear spray and you spray the bear? He's like, doesn't matter. I'm still dead. Not with a like, polar bear. I was like, okay. Thank you very much. I know, right? So Isla was like, I am never going to Antarctica. <laughs> Although I think they live in the Arctic. Um, Antarctica is the bottom, is the South Pole. And oh. Arctic is the North Pole. And they have different uh, kind of stuff going on in both places. Mm-hmm. But they're both really cold. Um but he was fun, right? He was really sweet and really fun. Mm-hmm. And Isla asked him if he was having dinner with us that night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they were rapid firing these questions. What else did you ask him? You asked him. Um, we asked Isla. <laughs> we were in the when he was driving all the kids back to the, to oh the my clubhouse. <laughs> Isla asked, "How was your relationship with your parents?" <laughs> <laughs> And he said, fine. And we were like, oh, and then no more questions after that. (laughs) That was the end of the conversation. We stopped. Uh Well, I was watching. I was like, so um, have you ever shot a bear? When did you get your first gun? Do you have a girlfriend? Have you ever been electrocuted? I was like, (laughs) what are you doing? Are you going to dinner with us tonight? I mean, it was like, boom, boom. Yeah. But it was really, really adorable, Isla Kreischer. It was really cute. Well, and he was I don't an interesting know if, person. He was a very interesting person. I yeah. thought so, too. But I don't know if you know this happened. But the next morning, we were at breakfast. And Chris walked in the restaurant. And you turned beat red. I know, because I wasn't expecting to beat see red. him. So I was like, Isla's got a crush on the archery teacher. Uh-huh. Isla's got a crush on the mountain man. Mountain man. No, not really. No. no. Just turned red. You turned beat red when he walked I in the room. I thought lot, I though. thought it was adorable. What else did we ask though? I feel like there was like oh, a lot. A million questions. We asked a lot about the army. I think I asked how big the nukes were. And archery and where the nukes were. Yeah. And what he did with the nukes and what was his <coughs> what was his day to day like in the army? Yeah, Kylie. Um, what was your? Let's have a day in the life. A life. day in the life. That's what Kylie said. Let's a have a day in the life. life. Um, what else did you ask him? Um, we, when well, he got his first gun. He's not the only person we asked though. We like by the end of the trip, we knew dirt about everyone who. Yes, worked you there. did. You not did. even dirt. Just oh like my god, the facts. enemies to lovers. The enemies to lovers relationship. Oh there was god. this one. Oh, there was it was one relationship where we met. I think he was like our host. Yes, he, he was, was our, our concierge. Ho- he was our concierge. His name was Sam. Name and was he was Sam. adorable. He was he was a cancer man. And he was Wait, very- what was Chris? He was Capricorn. Capricorn. That's right. We, we learned everyone's out. zodiac sign. Everyone's zodiac sign. Um, Chris was a Capricorn. <coughs> so Sam was our concierge and he was so sweet. He yes. was the nicest person in the whole world. He was. And we met him the first day. And I think the second or third day we went horseback riding mm-hmm, third day. and we or third day and there were these two women um who were leading our horses was it chelsea and emily is that their name i think so and i don't I, remember I interrogated emily, emily was one of them I emily was so. in the back and i think chelsea was in the front and by the end of it isla had interrogated emily and we figured out she had a boyfriend and we were like oh who's her boyfriend no, can i tell you okay she said my oh yeah i have a boyfriend he lives around here. He's a cancer. And I was like, 
is he the is he Sam? And she was like, yes, he's. So we figured out that, and then uh, we were, you know, ruminating on that fact. And I think one of the waitresses or someone who worked there came up to us and was like, oh, you know, Sam and Emily used to hate each other. Yeah, and we were like, what? Sam has the ability to hate someone. He's so nice. So wasn't Emily like an Aries? Yeah, she was like or something like that. So I think when they first started working together, they ended up hating each other because one of them was like too stubborn. The other one was like, again, like too hardheaded. And then they went on this spring vacation. They went on a company vacation. They went on a company vacation. Retreat. For spring break. And Sparks flew. Sparks flew, Sam. Sam, the cancer man. Say it ain't so. And so they came back and they started dating and we learned so much too. I know there was a lot of tea, wasn't there? Yeah, there was a there was a romance fallout between Chris and a waitress. Yes, there was a romance fallout between Chris and a waitress. We learned oh. that too. A lot of drama at Belt Creek. A lot of drama. But we would never have known about the drama if we hadn't dug around. Yeah. Right? You guys were really digging around for that tea. We were because were. it was so interesting. Yeah. We who was the what was his name? The guy who brought us where where all the cows got out i can't remember his name he was awesome brett brett that's right his name brett. was brett brett I was so sweet brett. he was very brett sweet. brett told lou that he would fly out to california to teach her how to serve yeah he was a very gentle soul wasn't he he was very nice he was, he very was a sweet. capricorn he was he was very very sweet well the second day we were there first day first of all how was the food oh my god the portion sizes were very big. I don't know how. But that's Montana. But like, I don't understand how someone could eat that much. Like, unless you'd been starved all day long. Oh, no. I didn't have but a problem cleaning so my plate good. a couple times. It was Oh, my God. So it was good. like a seven course meal. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Uh, the chef there. Queen. Uh, what's that? I said queen. She was, a, she was amazing. I mean, like, if you're looking for a vacation, uh, just to enjoy a good view and some amazing food. Go Not there. even to do any activities. It was one of the best. The, every single thing she put on the table was good. Yeah. From the bread, she made homemade butter. To the emergency. That she, they put she, the yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> they gave us emergency every morning. Yeah, that you know? was really cool. It was cool. It was already on the table. So everybody had an emergency. They made their own jelly. They made their own butter, like loaf bread. It was everything like lavender was butter. It was so good. Ugh, everything bro. I ate there. And she changed everything bro. every week. Yep. Every, every week's a new she menu. She circulates her meals. She, it was Rachel. That was her name. Rachel. Oh, she was, she was Chef Rachel. She and was then we taught, amazing. We taught you and Sandy. You and Sandy had a lot of fun at the dinners. Oh, we had um, so much fun. And we taught trip. Sandy bussin'. And we were like, bussin' is when you say, like, it was, it's slang on TikTok where basically this thing's so good that it's bussin'. So we told Sandy, we were like, uh, like Kylie said it. Kylie was like, oh, this meal's bussin'. Sandy go, what is busting? And we were like, what? (laughs) She was like, is this busting? And so she started asking everyone around us, is it busting? Have you heard of busting? Have Have you heard heard of busting? Have you heard of buzzing? Our waitress was your age. Yeah, our waitress was my age. And she was like, yeah, I've heard of buzzing, like whatever, whatever. Sandy's like, explain it. Explain it. And we were like, oh. She was like, "Uh, Kylie says it's only related to food. And the the waitress was like, oh, I don't think so. Yeah. And then she was like, no, Kylie said only to food, only to food. And we were like, oh. 
Oh my Sandy. god, you guys were like a married couple. It was so scary. Why was it scary? You guys would act. No, it wasn't scary. You guys would act like you were there on vacation as a couple. What? It was really funny. Yeah. What are you talking when about? You started rubbing Sandy's leg on the couch. I did? Boy, yes, you did. You gave oh Sandy a massage. Oh, cause probably because she asked me to. Yeah. But well, there was yeah, so she, much I didn't stuff. just randomly start rubbing well, there her leg. So much stuff that you and Sandy do that you and Kathy don't do. Oh yeah. Where it's like you and Sandy look like a married couple. Well, that's interesting. I wonder why. Like Kylie and I joke about it how you guys are like our lesbian moms. Duh. Well, I mean, you know, we have had to co-parent in a different way than than I've co-parented with Kathy. I mean, Sandy and I really have been a team a lot of your lives together because Bert and Tom are not around. Uh completely not around and Steven's always around. Kathy's husband's always Steve. around. So so I don't know. Sandy and I do have a very interesting relationship like that. We're super comfortable with each other. Um, mm-hmm. I have no lesbo feelings for Sandy at all. It's okay. But I love her very, some. very much. I love her like she's my sister. Like she's a different kind of partner in life. I feel like she's going to be my friend forever. And I really Sam. appreciate and value that. Um, and I think she feels the same way. So, and I think we're really lucky to have raised our kids together because I can tell you this, we've had a lot of fun um, with you guys on a lot of different adventures and just hanging out. Um, Sandy became Papa Jay's best friend. Oh, my God. Well, that's, let's talk about that after we finish okay. Montana. Um, there so, are so many casinos in Montana. In Montana, right? Every yeah, five seconds. we were seconds. driving around Sandy and I would point out, casino, casino, casino. And I was like, why do they need so many casinos? Oh, I don't know. Maybe a lot of people like to gamble in Montana. But, oh. That, can I tell a story about Montana? Okay. Um, when you when Chris ate dinner with you and Sandy, and we ended up leaving. Yeah. And we went down. We saw one of the women who worked there. Uh huh. And she told us to go to the barn and look at the horses. Yeah. And we were like, Oh, oh my let's god, let's go look at these no. horses. It'll be so fun. And when she said that to us, we thought like going to see the horses mean they'd all be in their separate like stalls. Stalls. Yeah. Um, not the case. We went to go to the barn and we were looking around and we didn't see any horses. We were like, where are they? There's no one here. So we went inside the barn and there was one horse in a stall and it was like a, it was an all white horse and it looked really like, it looked off, like its mood was off. So I was like, oh, maybe this is the only horse here. But the woman had told us previously that we could grab like a bucket of treats and feed it to the horses. And I was like, oh, I only see one horse, but I see the bucket of treats. So like maybe we'll only feed it to this horse. So we ended up getting some treats and I was like, oh, Isla, go outside and like start, you know, finding the horses. So she goes outside and she starts screaming. And I was like, what is she doing? So I say, Kylie, Kylie, go, Kylie, go see what she's doing. Kylie goes outside and starts going, Georgia, Georgia. And I run outside and there are eight horses charging at us for the treats. Oh my and they God. were completely out of their pens. We didn't know what to do. And I was standing there with a bucket of treats and they were just like coming at us. And then they and started like eating. five horses following. There were five horses following Isla. Isla was walking and there were these five giant horses just following. Oh my God. And so we tried feeding them. We didn't know that they were allowed to be out of their pen because we were like, you know, if they're going to bed, like they might need to be locked up in case. So we were like, oh my God, we messed up. Someone let the horses out, whatever. And so 
there were like these eight horses just following us around and I ended up dropping the treats and then I like ran away and I was like, "Ah," and they kept following us. So we ended up calling you and we were like, are they supposed to be out? And Chris said, yes. We were like, okay. And then we hung out with all these horses and it ended up being really cool because we were just kind of like in this big patch with all these like free horses. And then there was this donkey that was so It looked cute. like Mona. It looked like Mona if Mona was a donkey. Oh, I mean, that was donkey so was cute. cute. And there were cats everywhere. There were there. cats that ended up following us home. And dogs. And dogs. dogs and a rattlesnake. And a rattlesnake. You guys saw a rattlesnake. And a rattlesnake. So the second day we were there, we went on the ATV um, ride. Oh, right? yeah. That was. Oh, my God, Mom. You drive like a crazy person. I do not. You go way too fast. <laughs> Comfort. I do not drive way too fast. And you have to remember, I grew up driving those things. So it's not like it was the first time I'd been on an ATV. I had a four-wheeler from the time I was pretty young. So I felt really comfortable on it. I didn't think I drove that fast at all. Did you really think it was fast? Well, what's, would you want it or like, would slower have still been fast? Well, she would stop and slow down. I would down. let you guys get ahead. Yeah, and then speed up. <laughs> then you were going fast. That was an evil laugh. No, oh, it was fun. It was so It evil. was really fun. You're a menace. You're going to go off a cliff. Or Lou something. loved it. Yeah, yeah, Lou, of course she did. And Kylie got Kylie got the short end of the stick because she got like a 10-minute ride. Yeah. Um, because at this ranch, you have to be 17 or older. You have to be 16 with a license. 16's with a license, you're right. And so Georgia was the only other person who could drive it. Sandy wasn't comfortable driving it. And actually, you know, Sandy has a shoulder that's giving her trouble. So it was good that she didn't drive one. So I was the only person that could drive a passenger. So Isla went first and then Lou and then Kylie. And Kylie got a little short little ride. And you fell off your thing. Oh, Georgia. That was so. Oh, Georgia. Do you want to tell it? No. Uh, Georgia took a sharp right turn a couple times and went off the road and like down in a ditch. And the first time I got her out, and then the second time Sam came back and he he got her out of the ditch. Yeah. But he was so nice about it, thankfully. He was like, Are you okay? I was like, I'm fine. I just hit a rock. And then he was like, Okay. Just just make sure you're okay. I was like, I'm fine. Thank you, Sam. That was it. But it was beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was going to be a black bear. Oh, wait, do you know? Somebody went the next week and saw like three bears on that same trail. Thank God. We missed it by a week. <clears throat> but how do you know? I don't remember. Somebody messaged me, I think, when I, from the pictures on Instagram that they went to that and did that same ATV tour and saw three bears. Boy, no. Um, I would not have done that. So you take the ATV up through all this mountain. You get on the top of this mountain that's part of a state park, well, a Lewis and Clark, maybe, um, state park. And it's a beautiful view. Do you remember when we parked to that one spot? That falcon came out and started yelling at us. Do you yes, remember that? that was so annoying. The falcon was just screaming the whole time we were there because it had a nest in the side of the mountain. And we just kind of showed up and it felt threatened. Mm-hmm. So it mm-hmm. kept swooping overhead and just screaming and screaming. Like, ah! the time we were there. Yeah, that's when we interviewed Sam. 
Or interrogated Sam. Oh, that, mm-hmm. that was our interrogation. When we heard he uh, watched Euphoria or something. What? No, he, I think he started, we started talking about the Matrix and he was talking to us about the Matrix. Oh, he liked the Matrix. Oh, and Gossip Girl. Movie. He yeah. likes Gossip Girl? I think he started Gossip Girl. I don't mm-hmm. know if he finished it though. Ugh, King. He was awesome. He was. And then he started talking about... No, he. you know what he was talking about? He was talking about how he likes Arctic Monkeys. And he was like, it's a band. And oh. he was talking about all these like bands that he liked. Mm. And then we were like, oh, that's better music taste than Chris. Because Chris was like, yeah, I like electronic dance music. Oh my and God. And we were like, so what weird. the heck? He likes... He likes EDM. Yeah. We were like, oh. I wouldn't have thought of him an EDM guy. He started playing EDM for us. He did on our not. Ride back. And really? Was, and he, he was did. like, I like this song. We were like, okay. okay. He was a he was a. Hoot. But then Sam's music taste was top tier because he. It was top tier. He, he actually liked some of Lana Del Rey and Lou lost her mind. Oh. She was like, what? Did you hear that, Sam? Top tier. Top tier. Top tier music. Top tier. Taste. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Chris, we need to baptize into better music taste. We think so? EDM is not all that life has to offer. Oh, no. I promise you. Maybe post-Army, it's pretty stimulating. I oh. doubt it. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. So, let's see. We did Archery the first day. Mm-hmm. The second day, we did the ATV. The third day, we did horseback riding, which was also beautiful. My fat horse. Oh, my God. Oh my I God. forgot about your horse. George's horse Toby. was so wide. Toby, he was so wide. Do you remember so that? nubby. I couldn't look at him. Every time I looked at him, I'd start laughing. No. And he farted. You're right. He, he was Mac. Farted if constantly. Mac was a horse, if Mac was a horse, it was Toby. I mean, your legs were like doing the splits. He yeah. was so wide. I have, and okay, so when I first... I was the last person to get on a horse. Yep. And I think Emily came up to me and she was like, hey, this is a really big horse. He's too big for his saddle. So you're going to have to, every time you go uphill, he's going to fart. And every time you go downhill, he's going to fart. Mm-hmm. And every time you kind of go straight, him he's or go fart. straight. His saddle is going to tilt to the side. Yep. So you're going to have to stand up in the saddle kick it so it gets back into place mm. and then just readjust. And I was like, what if I can't do it? She was like, no, you'll be fine. You won't do anything wrong. So he would, it, Toby was, <laughs> Toby, Toby was definitely a character. He was so wide. He was like he riding was a barrel. Wide. He was so funny and he farted and I was behind him. Yeah. So I'd have to just look at your back because if I look down at your like legs over his side, I I would just bust out. And laughing. I have Kylie would take you bosom bosom. Oh bosom. But Kylie would take selfies, and in the back would be me and Toby, and I would be <laughs> slightly tilted off the horse because he was so fat. And but he was the sweetest horse. He was. Really we would sweet. stop, and he would just stand there, and I was like, "You're so sweet." And his yeah. energy was so nice. It was. And then um, Mommy I was had dad as. You had dad as a horse. I had dad as a horse. I did. He was moody. He was, he spooked easily. He did spook easily. Anything on the ground or out of the ordinary, he would spook really easily. (laughs) Just like Bert. (laughs) I was like, oh, I'm riding Bert. That's perfect. Scared of his own shadow. Oh, Um, it was a good horse though. My horse was a great horse. And they were lovely. They're, they're the whole guide. They were lovely. Those two Mm -hmm. ladies. 
I don't have anything bad to say about this whole trip to Montana. Topi. Nothing. Okay, so that was a that was the hike. third day. The last day we went for the hike with Brett. That was that was a really good way to end it. Oh, wasn't it? It was so pretty. We went to a waterfall. I got mm-hmm. in the waterfall with all her clothes on. Twice. Twice. Three times. No, twice. Mm-hmm. And then we w- drove up to this like cabin and all the cows got out. I did. We and George and Lou were screaming in the back. The we car. were no, we were having such a good time. You guys were party poopers. Lou and I were scre- singing Taylor Swift and yeah. we were screeching to it and Isla hated us. It was really loud. It, it was, was really so loud. Fun. I was driving. No, it was so right fun. next to them. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. But when we would sit, have this great picture of the two of you sitting on the back porch of the house that was what we were staying in. And this whole field and all the sky behind you. And you're looking out at it. You look. So I, you didn't know I was taking the picture. I just kind of snuck up on you. You were both sitting there, not on your phone, looking out at, at this beautiful landscape. And it was such a nice picture of the back of your heads. But I thought, <clears throat> what a moment they're having, like taking this in. Because it doesn't look like California. Doesn't look like Georgia. Like when they say big sky, like they actually do mean big sky. Like it's not a joke. Yeah, sky's like huge. I, like I thought, like when you said big sky Montana, I thought you were saying it as a joke. Mm-hmm. And then we got there and I was like, oh, it actually is like a really big. It made me feel really small. Yeah. Like itty bitty. Because at night I went outside one night to look at the stars and there were like, you couldn't see very many stars, but you could see the amount that there were mm-hmm. in the sky. Like you could see. Like there's so much more space for them to be mm-hmm. in the sky. And then I'd stand there and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so small. It's kind of humbling, isn't it? Yeah. It's beautiful. I thought it was beautiful. OK, then one day we went into Belt. Oh, my Jesus God. Christ. We went into Belt. That was a big town, huh? Yeah, like <laughs> I played Anna, I played Anaconda by Nicki Minaj on the way. In oh, there. OK. I'm glad we remember our playlist. But we went in town. What were we looking for? We were looking for like a pizza place. No, we weren't. No, no. I think we just went to town to go to town. I think so. I think Kylie wanted something. Sam sent us into town to get a beer. For what? him? No, for us to go have a beer in the salon, saloon there or something. He did? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll drive into town. We don't have anything else to do. Uh, it is tiny. It was so cute. It was really cute, though. And then, oh no, my God, for that convenience so store. scared of the convenience store. It was a grocery store. It wasn't a convenience store. It was a grocery store. What was in the grocery store? Animals. Dead things. Dead things. Well, it was full of taxidermy, right? Mm-hmm. It was full of bobcats and geese and Goats bears and, moose. and rams and moose and what else? Ducks. And what else? Um, Mountain literally, lion. that's it. Just it double like, everything. Um, a raccoon. It was covered. How many things do you think was in that grocery store? How there many- were so many framed photos of the guy with a dead animal. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, this has lost my appetite. Deer. Because thankfully, oh, they don't have that in LA. No, not a lot of taxidermy freaks, in the grocery store, is there? <laughs> I was like, this makes me not want to buy whatever I'm here to buy. But you know what's interesting? This is what I liked about that. I didn't even notice it because growing up in rural Georgia, taxidermy is everywhere. I mean, there's like deer heads all over the place. 
you know, we go to Grand Jans and she's got deer heads and bobcats and wolves all taxidermied in her house. And it's very normal to me, but it's really interesting to bring four girls from L.A. and Sandy, who grew up in Boston, who is not exposed to a hunting culture. Hunting is part of a culture. And to watch you guys go into this culture that was so different from your own and see you process it. And I thought to myself, I think this is why we're having a hard time in our country uh, agreeing on certain things, because I, I think there's nothing wrong with the culture of being a hunter, as long as you're not wasteful or disrespectful or illegal, right? Mm-hmm. So in the South, deer hunting happens in a season. You have to purchase a license and you have a limited number of deer you can shoot. But if there were no deer hunting, deer would be literally everywhere. And I know people think, oh, really? No, they actually would. There are not enough predators like mountain lions to keep the population of a prey animal like deer at bay. So they become, now now the deer is malnourished because they don't have enough food, or now they come into civilization where they get hit by car. And so really, it's about keeping a balance. And I don't want to hunt a deer. But I really don't have a problem with someone who hunts a deer if they eat the meat and and deal with the hunting of the deer in a proper, ethical, moral way. I don't see anything wrong with that. It's not something I want to do, but I would never judge someone for doing that. Um, And hunting for sport, even if it's done legally with a license the way it's supposed to be, I, I think we've forgotten in our country that it's okay to be different and you don't have to agree, but you can accept that someone else has a different point of view about something. As long as it's within what we've decided as a society is our laws and rules and regulations, because I would not be okay with someone hunting deer in Georgia without a license and not in deer season. That's not okay because we agreed as a society, this is when it should happen and how it should happen. So I, I thought it was really interesting to watch you guys walk in and be so like appalled by the whole scene. And it just made me think, wow, that's this is a perfect example of what is kind of off with our country is that you can't walk in here and go, wow, this is interesting. And instead you go, wow, this is horrible when, you know, maybe not all things should be interesting. Maybe th- some things are horrible, but. Hunting is very much part of Montana. I just don't like looking at dead animals. I understand. I completely, for you, it's a culture shock, but it is a different culture. That's the thing. And we think, I think sometimes we make the mistake of thinking because we're all Americans, we all have the same culture. That's incorrect. The culture in the South is totally different than the culture in Montana and out West and in Arizona and in the, uh, up in Boston and Massachusetts up there. They're all very different cultures. And the reason this country was started was to be accepting of different religions and belief systems and cultures. And we've forgotten that where we think we should all be homogenized and the same, whatever that same is, you know, maybe in Montana, they should think we should hunt where we think they shouldn't, but why can't they both exist as long as everybody functions within the law? I don't know why they can't both exist. Anyway, it was really fascinating to watch you guys walk in there and be like, 
because I just didn't, I didn't even really notice. <laughs> I didn't, I mean, I saw them. I was like, oh, look at all that. But you guys were like, holy shit, Sandy. <laughs> Sandy even was like, oh my God. Um, anyway, something to reflect on. I was going to comment on the milkshake machine. That was amazing. <laughs> the milkshake machine? Yeah. That was yeah. A, the, you don't remember the milkshake machine? No. You, you don't remember the milkshake machine? No. I guess Kylie and Tom had looked all over LA for this milkshake machine, right? Mm -hmm. And they never found oh, one. But there was yeah. one in that grocery store in Montana and you all got a milkshake. I remember. No. It was really good. It was. It's it like was. a it's like a vending machine where you choose your milkshake color and how thick you want it to be and how big and you Yeah. It makes your milkshake it pretty was cool, pretty right? Good. I think that's the reason we went in there too. Was for the milkshake machine? I think Kylie wanted to see if they had it. Oh, I thought we were just going to check out the grocery store. No, Kylie was like Googling where they had one. Oh, my God. That Kylie is something else. She is so funny. She's pretty savvy, isn't she? She's silly goose. So what was your favorite thing about our trip to Montana? You girls mm -hmm. had a blast together. <laughs> Didn't you? Yes. Mm -hmm. The four of you had a blast. Uh, oh, the, the microwave pizza was my favorite. What? No, I oh, love. Oh, God. The first no. night we got there, we had to stay in a hotel and we bought a microwave pizza. It was disgusting. Right. I actually thought it was. It was you gross. thought it was pretty good? It was slimy and watery. Yeah. And it was nasty. I liked the crust on it, though. You did. The flavor or the texture or the crunch or what? It's my phone. I'm getting um, blown up. I'm getting blown up. Um, Just the, the taste. Was it like a Red Baron? A Celeste? I think when we got into that hotel room, everyone was fighting, but I don't remember what about. You're probably tired. We've been flying all day. I think Lou and Kylie were fighting, and me and Isla, after they were finished fighting, me and Isla started fighting. And then by the end, we were all just tired. Yeah. Oh, no, it was... <laughs> it was in the hotel... We were trying to go to bed and Isla and Lou didn't want to go to sleep. <laughs> and ah. Kylie and I were trying to sleep. And then when we were talking about, like, I, by the time we were in Montana, both of our podcasts had come out about yeah. the older siblings and yeah, the yeah. younger siblings. So <laughs> Kylie and I were trying to go to bed and Isla and Lou were not having it. And so they got really quiet for a second. Mm -hmm. Kylie and I were like, oh, maybe they finally went to bed. And Isla had pulled up your wife of the party podcast with her and Lou. And in just dead silence at full volume, you go, this is a good one. And you repeated that phrase and every it was single so day. Funny. The whole trip, they kept going. This is a good one. Because just this the, is just a good the one. way you had said this it. This is a good the one. The way you had said it in their podcast was just so oh serious. You were like, this is a good one. It sounded like a Geico commercial. This is a good one. And Isla had blasted it. And then we went to sleep. Oh and then God. when we were on the ATVs, Isla was climbing a tree. Kylie and Lou and oh I were sitting God. there. And you just very seriously, like we were in a movie and this was a flashback. You went, she's always been a climber. Uh -huh, and and we were has. sitting there and Kylie was cackling. And then you went to walk to her, and then Kylie just keeps going. She has always been a climber. She's always been a climber. She oh, has. But the wife of the party, and then 
we would listen to our podcasts, the older sibling and younger sibling one, but we'd play it at like three times the speed. Oh my so it'd God. be really fast. So go, yeah, but we could this kind is a good of, one. This is a good one. But this we is a good could one. kind of understand what you were saying because we like know what each other would have said. What'd you think about doing that podcast? What'd you think about each other's podcast? That was really funny because Isla and Lou both said that their podcast was worse than Kylie and mine. I don't know why. It was just different. Probably because Kylie and I just didn't stop speaking. uh, Yeah, you guys were jabber jaws for sure, which I love. But I, I I thought it was really fascinating because the older girls kind of run at the same speed and the younger girls kind of run at the same speed. So it was just really interesting, the juxtaposition of the two podcasts. You didn't like it, Isla? What? The podcast. Oh, I didn't care. I was just spacing out. You are just spacing out? Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I really want a lollipop. You really want a lollipop? I've been thinking you? about oh that God. since the beginning of the whole bowl of lollipops. Okay. But then you'll make smackety smack noises on the mic. And you go, you can have one after. Okay. Um, so, um, so we were in Montana for five days. Yeah. And then we went to Alabama to Papa Jay's house. Wait, you skipped over packing the car. Oh, my God. I totally forgot about packing the car. Okay, so in the pandemic, it was really hard to find an SUV to rent. Everybody, everything opened up, so everybody was traveling. And we could not find an SUV. And they told us, you will definitely need a car. Well, there's, you know, six six of us. So we started looking for, like, a six or seven passenger vehicle. So Sandy found this seven-passenger, like, Toyota Um and we rented it. And I was like, I'll just pack straps. And if we need to put shit on the roof, we'll just put shit on the roof, right? But the first night we were there, we were so tired. We just wanted to get to the hotel. And the hotel was like one mile from the airport. Like it's 30 minutes to the resort mm-hmm. or the ranch the next day. And I was like, we'll strap shit on the roof then. Oh, my God. I video. I took a video. What do you call it? You don't call it video. What do you call it? Yeah, we, you did. Okay. Well, I videoed our car. It was so packed. There was suitcases on laps, suitcases in feet. Sandy was crisscross applesauce in the seat. You were. Who else mm-hmm. was? It was. Lou was getting trampled on by two suitcases. There were like four suitcases, not four, three suitcases stacked next to Lou. And every time you turn, they just fall over, fall on her. And we all had a carry on. We only had one checked luggage. Each family checked one piece. Yeah. And then the rest of it was all carry on. So it's not like we packed all these suitcases. Just six people had six carry ons. And then two big pieces of luggage. It was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then on the way to the ranch, I strapped three suitcases on the on the roof and gave a couple people a little more room. Yeah. But it was it was like a clown car. It was a clown car. It was like a clown car. I think Sam called it a clown car when we got there. He did. That was pretty funny. How awesome was that house? It was so nice. It was a cool house. Wasn't it crazy that everyone at that resort was either from California or Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy, right? There was someone there from Florida? I think so. I think they said that there were a lot of people that were from Florida. Come up from there. Florida. Mm, interesting. Yeah, it was really beautiful. Delaware. And I'm telling you, uh, I would I would go back there again. Would you I go would back too. there again? Me too. I totally would go to that same resort again or ranch. The people there were so accommodating. It felt very safe. It did feel very safe. And everyone was so happy and nice. There was no one there that wasn't nice, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And I just wanted you to have a good time. And the food was excellent and everything was well planned and very well organized. Everything was immaculately clean. I mean, I can't say enough good things about them. What about you? <sighs> Would you have stayed longer? Or do you think we stayed the right amount of time? I would have stayed longer. You would have? Mm-hmm. would have stayed longer just for the food. Yeah. Oh, my God. Long? The food killed me every night. The breakfast I was, so, was bloated, so good. I felt like I was going to throw up every day. You were so bloated? I, got no, so I didn't want to not, not eat the food because the people gave it to me. Oh, it so I ate all of it. And then I felt so... Oh, it was so good. Uh, my favorite meal. This sounds so bad. This will tell you the depth of my redneck. My favorite meal. I just, my mouth just watered. It was gravy and biscuits with eggs and pulled pork. And I just died and gone to heaven. It was so good. I could have eaten that every day, but I tried something new every day because I wanted to try all her food. Her food was so good. Mm-hmm. I liked, um, I liked the cookie that she, the cookie and like the chocolate thing that she put like ice cream in or something. Uh huh. I really liked that. That was really good. Chef Rachel was the bomb. Busty. She was bussing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was bussing, not fussing. Yeah, Is that yeah. good? Can we do that saying? LOL, haha. LOL, haha. LOL, haha. Okay, so we flew from Montana to Weedowee. Weedowee, Alabama. To Papa Jay's Lake House. How much fun did we have there? Sandy and her girl stayed for five days, but we stayed for what, 12? 12? 10 or 12, yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that. It was that long? It was fun. Yeah. It didn't I seem that long, like did seven. it? Mm-mm. No. No, it, it went pretty fast. It was fun. We had a good time. And now you can talk about Papa Jay and Sandy. They were buddy buddy the entire time, oh. and I had no idea why. Oh, are you kidding? Papa Jay's super fun. Well, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't connect those dots. You didn't? That they just were having a good time? Yeah, because they would just be like off together and I'd be like, what are you doing? They were fishing all the time. Sandy went fishing. You remember Sandy took the kayak out yes. and a fishing pole and then she caught a big fish and she didn't have a net and she couldn't get it in the boat. Yeah. She couldn't get it in the boat. It's pretty funny, huh? Oh, Sandy. She had a blast. Yes, she did. I don't know if her kids had a blast. I think they did. They did. But Sandy definitely enjoyed the lake house. Oh, yeah. Uh, The whole time we were there, she was like, we need a camper's trip here. You guys should just buy this lake house. We should just come and stay for a month next year. It's a really fun place. I mean, Papa Jay has wave runners, ski boat, fishing boat, pontoon boat, kayaks, paddle boards, a rope swing off the dock, hammocks, porch swings, fire rings. Kylie cut her finger on. Yep, that rope swing she got her finger on. Um, five bedrooms. I mean, it's a pretty sweet spot. It is a sweet spot. I had to get towed in twice. I know. I'm so bad about that. What happened, Isla? Want to tell it? Um, I was on a jet ski and it it shut down. Before. Why did it shut down? Someone ride it a little too much. Someone run it into out of gas. Yes. Twice. Did someone run out of gas twice? Mm-hmm. And did someone have in the same spot twice? You have to flag someone down to tow you in because someone enjoyed a wave runner. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. What'd you like about it? Um, I don't know that Mm -hmm. I that I could go fast, and if I did fall off of it, I wouldn't get so like I could get severely hurt, but like there wasn't like 
that, that you were that just makes falling sense. into water. Like you weren't hitting asphalt. You yeah. were hitting water. Yeah, I understand. So you like danger without the injury. Danger without consequence. Calculated risk. A calculated risk. Yeah. So um, what did we see when we were on the Wave Runners with Lou? What did we see? In the air. A naked man. No, not a naked man. In the air. Something that was in the air. I don't remember. What did we see? It was a hawk. Oh, my God. Yeah. I wasn't there, bro. Yeah, I know. Um, It was a hawk carrying a snake. A hawk carrying a snake. It was freaking amazing. So a hawk clearly had plucked a snake out of the lake and was taking the snake back to its nest, I'm sure, to feed its babies. Mm -hmm. It was awesome, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then we saw the buzzard in the cave, went to the cave and saw the buzzard. Then it says me and Lou. I saw a red-tailed hawk. You saw a red-tailed hawk? We went to the osprey nest and there were babies in the osprey nest. And they were so cute. The little babies. So cute. So what do you, I know what I liked when I was your age about being on a wave runner. You liked that you could go fast and know if you fell off, you wouldn't get hurt. Is there anything else you liked about it? You rode that wave runner uh, quite a lot. I liked cutting it. You did? You like cutting up on it? Did it make you feel free? I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to make this a spiritual experience being on a wave runner. Um, <laughs> okay. But it was fun. Yeah. It, was it wasn't that fun. deep. Yeah. Okay. It was just for the thrill of it. Okay. Wasn't that deep. You're an no. adrenaline junkie. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Did you drive Papa Jay's truck? Yeah, I did not like it. Why? It was just, it was really stressful. I did not like driving. I liked driving when I was your age. Did you drive the golf cart? Or not the golf cart, um, the mule? Mule. Yes, we would take our Wi-Fi oh trips. Oh my God, yeah. Where we would go to the end of the road. And I taught Kylie how to do a three-point turn, and she was obsessed with it. She was. We went to the end, and she was driving, and I was like, okay. You have to turn around right here because I don't really want you to like turn around on the highway. And she was like, okay, how do I do it? And I was like, oh, you do a three point turn. You like blah, blah, blah. And I explained it to her. She did it the first time she did it. She was like a little nervous about it and it was kind of bad, but it's okay. And then she would keep going back over and over again and practicing her three point turn. And then she got really good at it. And then she got really proud. And then I taught Lou how to do a three point turn. And then Ilo only drove it once and didn't like it. And then I, we kept asking you if you wanted to drive and you kept saying no. Yeah, I did not like it. It's the best place to practice because it's in the woods. And there's no other cars. And if you hit something, it's just a tree. And it's not going to you know, be going fast enough to really hurt anything. Mm-hmm. It's the perfect place to practice, even in Papa Jay's big old dooley. Oh, my God. I remember when the red-haired guy, Nick, um, Lexi's okay. stepbrother yeah. or something. He, um, oh, my God. He ran over... A rabbit, like five years ago. He ran over a rabbit? Yeah, and it was, oh. I just remember seeing the rabbit like. I thought that was you. That wasn't me, that was Nick. Oh, was that at the gold mine camp? Yeah. Oh, got it. I thought it was you. No, I don't think it was Didn't her. you drive us into a river? Okay, that, yeah. I did. <laughs> <laughs> that was at the gold mine camp too, yeah. though, wasn't it? Yeah, where Isla was just like. Nyeh. I wonder why Steve doesn't go there anymore much. Street. That was a cool camp, right? That gold mine camp. Did yeah. you pan? Yeah. You did a little bit? 
little bit. He made you some toast in his camper with his solar powered toaster. (laughs) Steve's toast is the best toast. It was really good. I don't like toast if it's not from Steve. Isn't that funny how he just knows how to make it? It does make really good toast. Steve makes really good breakfast. He used to sometimes when we camp and Steve would make breakfast. It was the best breakfast. I don't know why. You know what Steve used to also do? Mm. <laughs> if they were camping and like spur of the moment camping, he always kept a can of pork and beans in his truck. So he would take the hubcap off his truck and wash it out and put it on the fire and heat up his beans in a hubcap and then eat it out of the hubcap like a plate and then put the hubcap back on the truck. Ew, I bet that smelled bad. <laughs> How funny is that? Oh, my God. Oh, only Michael Steve. He was a, he is a hoot. He had this truck. He loved this white truck, right? And the bed of the truck, the back part of the truck had like hips, kind of like the dually, but it wasn't a dually. It's a certain style truck from a certain era. He drove this truck so long that the be- the be- the floor of the bed rusted out and started separating from the sides. So he got this thing called a come along, which is a chain with a hook on each hand on each end and a big crank in the middle. So you can like kind of pull things together no. with a chain. Yeah. So he he put this come along on the ba- bed of the truck and like come along it together and kept driving that truck. He drove that truck until it fell totally apart, completely apart. Jeez. He's an interesting guy. I never remember. I never saw him eat off a hubcap. But I remember the first time he told me that I was like, you are a different level of spiritual of spiritual human being. that <laughs> just popped a hubcap off your truck and ate your pork and beans. What a he, silly little man. I know. He's so funny. He's one of my favorite people on the planet. I, I love my Uncle Steve. I think we have a very uh, special relationship. Maybe it's just because I think it, but I do think I have a real special relationship with Steve. I love him a lot. And Phyllis. Oh, Steve. Phyllis is so cute when we were home. She said, I just love listening to your podcast because I feel like I'm in the room with you. That made me feel so good. It made me feel like now she's in the room with me. Oh, Phyllis. I mean, not to get too spiritual on riding a wave runner, but... Uh, yeah, Phyllis. Phyllis gave me a hug. She did. Yeah. Phyllis is so sweet. I really like Phyllis. I love. I love all my aunts and uncles. Um. Well, speaking of that, when we were moving, yeah, and we found all those photos. Yeah, we, I saw so many pictures of Phyllis Young and Steve what? Young. What? Why didn't you show and me? Papa Jay and Carol and Diane and everyone Young? Yeah, Phyllis was a stunner. Phyllis was a hottie. Stunner. Phyllis hey, was was. Well, she still is beautiful. In those pictures, she was a hottie. I don't know how old Phyllis is. I don't think she's, she might be 70. 27. She was 69. But man, she was a looker. Big time. Steve scored. scored. And she's a really good person and a really sweet person. She's really a lovely you human being. Those photos. They're my Uh-oh. secret stash. Oh, you have a secret stash? You stole photos? No. What? I'm joking. What's your favorite part about We Dowie? Uh, I don't know. I would say the gas station. Uh, Lake Widawi Shopette? You stink. What do you like about that? Okay, Um, or just be quiet. um, I don't know. I like the drive-in part. 
where you get your gas where it goes down. Yeah. I like that part. I like that we go to the same place every year, but it's different every time. That's interesting. So like it, it's not repetitive. Mm-hmm. Like when we'd go to the beach house, it was really nice because it was relaxing, but it would be the same kind of like you go to the beach and then you're kind of done. But like when we go to the lake, he always has something new or something different or something has changed. Or we have to go somewhere like um, we go either float the river or like this time we went to like Carol's anniversary party. And we went to a flea market this year. We went to a flea market. There's always something else to do. That's true. Like it never gets old. One year we went to the rodeo. Rodeo. Um, and I got eaten by red ants. One year we went to Dirt Cheap, that that store where everything is dirt mm-hmm. cheap. Well, that's an interesting uh, and insightful thing. Like we went to town a lot more this year. We did go to town a lot more this year. Um and we went to Carrollton to Carol and Scotty's um, 50th wedding anniversary mm-hmm. party. And you got to see a lot of family you probably don't even remember ever meeting. Yeah. That pretty girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> Boy. <coughs> Lindsay. She's your cousin. Mm-hmm. She's that a pretty girl. Cousin. She's my second cousin. So that would make you and her third cousins. Um, she is very pretty. Mm-hmm. She's also very nice and very smart. She looks like she'd be smart. She was very smart and she's very nice. And uh, it's cool that you get to see some of those people. Laura. Because the last time you saw Laura. Oh, we should talk about Laura. Totally forgot about Laura. Okay, so my daddy has a cousin named Laura. I hope Laura doesn't mind me saying this, but Laura recently had a stroke. She's young and she had an infection in her heart. And that infection in her heart valve caused her to have a stroke. So she had to kind of learn again how to speak and how to do some basic things. The stroke was about five years ago. But she wanted to come to my Aunt Carol's 50th wedding anniversary. So I went to Atlanta and got her. And she stayed at the lake house for us for several days. What did you find interesting about Laura? She can crochet. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's all she talked to me about, but it was kind of cool. I thought she was adorable. You did? Why? She was just like so excited about everything she talked about. Yeah. No, yeah. She would never be bored in a conversation. Mm-mm. Like she was always very interested in what other people had to say and what she was talking about as well. So like even if it was a conversation she had nothing to add to, you could t- still tell she was very interested in it. Very Which engaged. is good. So like she never like zoned out, which right. is like most people do, but she was always like really engaged. Mm-hmm. And then at Carol's anniversary party, she didn't really want to sit with anyone else. So she just sat with me and Isla and Abigail and Daniel and Lexi and Lexi's boyfriend. She was like, is it okay that I sit here? And we were like, yeah, you're young enough to sit here. Yeah, right. And then with Isaiah too, they would, we would all sit together and she would just gossip with it. Oh my God. It was so funny. She was, she was really fun. I'm she really glad she table. came. She's mm-hmm. at the team table. And she makes jewelry. Oh, her jewelry is so nice. Isn't it? She gave us all some beautiful earrings. And she gave me this uh, wrap that I love. It's made from old cashmere sweaters. She it's got a it cool idea. Goodwill, isn't it? She's a really cool, fun. She's always been really cool and fun. If I, My favorite memory of Laura is at... Was it maybe... Diane's funeral. 
sounds bad that my favorite memory is at Diane's funeral. But after Diane's funeral, we went to Granny's house and and ate. Because, you know, after you have a funeral, you have family over and you have a meal. And someone had made, Granny had made fried pies. So I don't know if you know what fried pies are, but they're like, Granny made homemade dough, like pie crust type dough. It's kind of more like biscuity dough. And she would put fruit inside it that sugar and you know kind of how i make the um strawberry shortcake where mm-hmm. it's sugared fruit so she'd put seasoned and sugared fruit like peaches or um, pears or apples inside this dough and then she'd kind of fold it in half so she'd make a circle and fold it in half to make like a half a moon and pinch the edges together and then she would fry it in a skillet in oil and people would literally fight over them. She would have to hide them. They were like coveted. Anytime Granny made fried pies, we make them today. It was a big deal, huh? We make them today. Gosh, I don't know how to make Granny's. We could find a recipe, but I don't think I have Granny's fried pie recipe. Um, but so, um, Laura had come to Diane's funeral, and Laura wanted to take fried pies home with her, and I snuck in. And got some fried pies and put them on a paper plate and wrapped them in plastic. Snuck around Granny's house and put them on the roof of her car. So (laughs) I'm standing on Granny's carport and I hear Laura go, Leanne, Leanne. And she's holding the plate of fried pies dancing like this. Uh, I was like, yeah, you got your fried pies. She was like, I'm so excited. I'm going to eat them on the drive home. (laughs) That's one of my favorite memories is watching her across the yard dancing with her fried pies. That was really cute. I've always really loved Laura and her sisters, Dana and Martha Ann. I've always really, really enjoyed spending time with them. Um, And it was really nice to have her at the lake. Um, And you guys, I have to say, I mean, I was really um, proud of you guys because, you know, Laura has to kind of search for words when she's talking because of her stroke. She'll forget simple words like dog and and she'll have to like search and find that word to finish her sentence or her thought. And sometimes she'll completely lose her thought. And it's clear that it's it's an after effect of her stroke. And you guys never finished her sentences, never stepped on her words. You were always patient and let her get out what she was trying to say. And I'm not sure all teenagers are like that. I think a lot of teenagers are too impatient to have, you know, the compassion for someone who's really had to learn a basic skill like talking or, or you know, developing a sentence and then speaking it. So I was really, really proud of the way that you um, t- treated Laura and that you kind of um, accepted her exactly how she is and made her feel really comfortable because I don't think a lot of teenagers would have done that. I was really, really proud of you guys for that, that, that kindness um, that you showed her really proud of you. And I don't even think you guys thought about it. I think it's just who you are, which also makes me really proud. I mean, that makes me really proud because if that is who you are, then I've done a dad and I've done a great job. Thanks, ball. I guess. Are you going to say I've done a great job? I was, but I, <laughs> that's wrong. Because dad has done a great job, too. Your dad is full of compassion and kindness and caring. 
His looks different than mine, but it's all there. He's a very compassionate and caring person and very giving. Um, Ooh, oh, his his shows up in different places than mine, which I think is a gift to you guys, because then you get two different kind of ways of being in the world. Only I could have a boy. <laughs> so tomorrow is a big day. You know what tomorrow is? Yes. What's tomorrow? I need to go shopping for a shirt after this. Okay, I'm going shopping too. I'll take you with me if you want. Okay. I guess I'll tag. You can tag. I got to go to the mall. Oh, I don't. I was going. You were going to go thrift shopping? No. Mm. I was going to go somewhere else, but I forgot what it was called, where it is. So I have to ask Kaylee. So where? What's tomorrow? Uh, pool party. <laughs> pool party? No. Uh, birthday ah, party. Try birthday again. Party. Ah, try again. Isla's baptism. No. What's tomorrow? Um, it's the award uh, for dad. Your dad's getting an award from Variety Magazine. By the time this airs, he will he have will already, already gotten, gotten it. it. But we thought it was important that you guys and the camper kids come and see him get this award. Are we going to be wearing a mask? Yeah, everybody has to wear a mask inside. Okay, good. So I can, okay, good. No, Isla. But oh. the food is outside, and I don't think you have to wear a mask outside. Can I? Can I cut like the top, the no thing off of the lollipop, and just have like the... we're almost done. This I is really the last thing I want. Stop with the lollipop, bro. Have you even eaten anything today? No, no. she hasn't. Okay, then That's we need why to eat I need something. My no, bro. Well, this award your dad's getting is called an Innovator in Comedy Award. It's given by Variety Magazine, and it's a really big deal. Uh, I'm very proud of your dad for all the hard work he's done and to be recognized by something as prestigious as Variety Magazine is a really big deal. So I'm glad that you guys are going to be there to see him receive his award because the good and the bad about your dad is we've tried to keep him just kind of your dad, but who who he is as an artist is unavoidable also. Mm -hmm. But an artist, he has a naked picture of him in almost every room. Yeah, it's art. <laughs> Boy, not the kind of art I want to be looking it's at. It's art, it's art. Ever. Abstract it's art. art. It's art that he's it's a little abstract too comfortable art. with. <laughs> it's art he's a little too comfortable with. Well, it. he is a really smart joke writer. You know that. And a really yeah. good storyteller. Away from the fact that he takes his shirt off. Or that he he's got naked pictures. His tummy. Or that he has zero body image issues, really, to speak of. Um, that's actually pretty healthy. So, and anyway, I'm really proud of him for this award. And um, I'm really glad you guys are going to get to see him receive it and see the community that's been supporting him, that he's been supporting, because there's going to be, uh, hopefully, if, if people are coming to the party, a lot of his team, like his agents and managers and uh, the executives from this movie that he just made and um, a lot of comics. So it's going to be really great for you to see his community that he works in. Little man. See him as who he is outside of our house. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So let's go shopping and buy something to wear because yeah, I don't have yeah, any yeah. to wear. I just need a shirt. You go, you're going without pants? You're no, gonna go I'm going to wear one of those skirts they gave me. Oh, okay. Mom, mm-hmm. you should post your mug shots on your Instagram. 
Isla, headshots. What headshot. mugshot? Jesus, oh. she keeps you calling should, your headshots. I'm not mugshot. posting my. Why? No. Because They're that's very photos. not who I am. I, that's not who I am. I'm not going to put a, a picture of me in a bathing suit from 40 no, years ago. The other one. You should say throwback Thursday. No, I'm not doing that. Why? I don't like that shit because I don't like that. I don't like that's not who I am. You were a hottie. You still are. I am a hottie. So why do I need to throw back to when I was younger? Because, because. Uh, I'm not doing it, but thank you. Uh, I I appreciate the compliment, but I don't. uh, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. This is why. I don't post things so that people say, wow, you're pretty. That feels gross to me. But you can I post, post things because that's what's happening in life. Like when someone sent me a picture of me at the prom, I didn't post it for people to go, wow, you were really pretty at the prom. I posted it because my hair was the size of the state of Montana, as but were you, the sleeves of my dress. But you also found those pictures. So that's what's happening. I found many buckets of pictures. I didn't go through looking for those pictures. You guys did. Yeah. And. You can we post them? You can caption it. Look what my daughter's found. I'm not going to do that because then I feel like that that is me trying to get a compliment from somebody, and I think that's gross. Okay. I don't like that shit. (sighs) I'm just living life, baby. Yeah, and you were living life when you were a model. I I was 23. I'm 50 now. It was 20 what? uh, 27 years ago. Hottie. I don't know. I appreciate genuinely that you guys thought I was pretty back in those days. That makes me feel like a million bucks, and that's the only compliments I need. Stop. So a post on Instagram would feel like fake girl. Okay. I don't like that. I um, My back really hurts. Your back really hurts? Oh, also something that happened in Montana, Kylie wants us to send feet pics to old men so we can get money. No. <laughs> That's creepy. And so now it's an ongoing trend where I take secret photos of Isla's feet. Yeah, it's not send it. So I I have photos like Isla's feet on asphalt, Isla's feet at doctor, Isla's feet in water, Isla's toes at doctor. Toes at doctor. Oh, they're cute. And there's one picture where we were having a serious conversation and she curled her toes. And it's like toes are stressed. Dirty toes. Toes oh my god! Soap. Toes need soap, <laughs> indeed. Okay, well, let's go shopping and find some fancy thing to wear at Dad's oh party god. tomorrow. Okay, Is thanks it be for cold talking there? to me. Huh? Is it gonna be cold? <laughs> no, it's just at a comedy club. No, stop! Lame. That's Kylie. All right, let's wrap this up, please. Okay, bye. I love you. Love you. It love was you. really fun going to Montana. Love with you. you. Love you. I love you. I would bye. do it again. Would you do it again with me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fun, right? I'm fun to travel. Yeah. Right? Sandy and I are blast. Mm-hmm. We're easy, right? We just dissed Dad and Tom. We didn't diss them. They were both working. They Dist. were both shooting a film. Dissed. Dissed. Not dissed. Dist I would have totally gone with your dad. Mom's but... putting out a diss track about oh, my dad. All right. I love you guys. I love you too, even though Isla is going to get a lollipop. <laughs> I think that we should